What a friend we have in Jesus. He's my best friend, and I'm sure you can say the same. He's your best friend as well. Our Lord, our Savior, our King. What a blessing that song is. Let's open, shall we, in a word of prayer. We pray, Father, that we will come with attentive hearts today before you to hear your voice speaking to us. We thank you, Lord, for the word of God that is so encouraging from Genesis all the way through Revelation. You've given us your full revelation of truth. And we pray now by the Holy Spirit that the Spirit of God will impart your truth to us and give us a blessing, Lord. And so we pray that you'll hide me behind the cross and we pray that the word will be magnified and our Savior will be glorified. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. A number of months ago, in April of this year, 2022, they had a lightning strike in Washington, D.C., and you may have remembered hearing that on the news. And nearly every person that was struck with lightning that day died, except for one woman. And her name was Amber Escudero Constanasas. She survived the lightning strike. And she's making great strides in her recovery. She said this, I'm not sure why I'm the one that pulled through, but I'm definitely grateful and I'm not going to waste my second chance at life. On the night of August 4th, she was standing near the White House trying to raise money for refugees when a storm popped up in the area. They all took refuge in the same place, Lafayette Square Park, which is near the White House, but only she survived. When that lightning struck, all the others perished. We can look at that, and she looked at that as a second chance in life. And the Bible is full of, op- of illustrations of people that God gave them a second chance, and a third chance, and a fourth chance, and many chances. God is so gracious and so merciful to us. Many of us didn't get saved the first time we heard the gospel, did we? It took time, but once we got saved, God gave us a second chance. And none of us deserve second chances, but he gives second chances. He gave a second chance to Jonah to go to Nineveh to preach the word to the Ninevites so that they would repent and believe in the Lord. He gave a second chance to Hezekiah, the king of Judah, Isaiah came to him and told him the word of the Lord that he was going to die and he needed to get his affairs in order and his house in order because he was going to die. And he wept before the Lord and he prayed. And then Isaiah came back with a word from the Lord that God would extend his life 15 more years. He got a second chance. Paul himself got a second chance when he was stoned and God raised him up from the dead. And John Mark got a second chance when he left the work and ministry with Paul and Barnabas. And later on, he was 
restored to the Lord, and he went on to have a fruitful ministry as well. David had a second chance also. After his double sin of adultery and murder, God gave him a second chance. And aren't we thankful that we're sitting here today as those who have a second chance? Has God given you a second chance? We don't want to waste that second chance. The title of our message is, Don't Waste Your Second Chance. We're going to look today at a young man from the book of Acts, chapter 20, and verses 7 through 12, and God gave him a second chance. His name is Eutychus, a young man in the church of Troas, got a second chance. If we can put the scripture up for that. Now, it said, now on the first day of the week when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul, ready to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued his message until midnight. We think some of our sermons are long. Paul <laughs> preached a very long sermon that day. And there were lamps in the upper room where they were gathered together. And in a window sat a certain young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into a deep sleep. Don't sleep on me today, right? <laughs> okay. And as Paul continued speaking, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. But Paul went down, fell on him, and embracing him said, Do not trouble yourselves, his life is in him. And when he had come up, had broken bread and eaten, and talked a long while, even till daybreak, he departed. And they brought the young man in alive, and they were not a little comforted. May God bless the reading of his word to our hearts today. There's four things that I'd like to call our attention to this morning. Number one, Eutychus came to the church to hear Paul speak. Secondly, he fell asleep during Paul's lengthy message. Third, he fell from the third story of the building where they were meeting in the upper room and died. And he was dead, too. And number four, he was raised from death with a second chance to live. May the Lord encourage our hearts today. His name in the Greek means happy or fortunate, Eutychus. He was a young man. Somewhere between 18 and 40 is the range, the word from the Greek. And he was in the church of Troas, and we don't know much about his background, but I would like to think that he was won to Christ by Paul when Paul was in Troas, and the church was, was established there. Troas is an island on the Aegean Sea, and it's mentioned two other times in 2 Corinthians 2.12 and 2 Timothy 4.13. Troas had a growing church there. And Paul was meeting with them for the last time before he went on his, his way. And this was the last sermon that they would hear. So they all wanted to hear Paul. And they gathered in this upper room there where the church gathered. And it was so crowded that you couldn't get a seat. I mean, you could hardly get a seat. And so Eutychus was actually sitting in a window which was good in one sense for ventilation and so forth, but 
it also was kind of dangerous because it was on the third floor and look what happened. But we're going to see how God can take the bad and turn good from it. He can bring good from the bad and he can give a second chance. And so this young man was there to hear Paul preach and he, he was there among all the other people. The question is, do we come every Sunday to hear the word of God from every preacher? We should. It shouldn't matter who speaks. I mean, they had the Apostle Paul, who was the greatest preacher, missionary, teacher, and man of God in the history of Christianity. And this is, this is important for us, but it shouldn't matter because it's the word of God. It's not the speaker. It's not me. It's not Adel. It's not Brad. It's not Randy. It's not Rajiv. It's not Hilton. It's not any of the speakers, as great as the speakers are. And we have some wonderful speakers. It's the word of God that counts. And we point people to Christ. We preach the word of God and the gospel of the Lord. And so they met together on the first day of the week, and they broke bread together, and Paul started preaching the word. And I'd like to think that Eutychus was very excited that he could hear the word of God, and he was there with the overflow crowd on the third floor. And there were many lamps that they had to light. In those days, those lamps gave off a lot of heat, and with all those people in the room, it was hot, and it was so easy to fall asleep, so easy to fall asleep. Uh, J. Vernon McGee was pointing out one time that he quoted a man that's saying, if you fall asleep now, you won't have an apostle to raise you up from the dead <laughs> or wake you up. But Paul was a great speaker. And even though he wasn't known as an eloquent speaker like Apollos, Paul was still a great man of God and a speaker and, and be great to hear him. One day we'll be able to hear him face to face when we get to heaven. So Eutychus came to hear the word of God and he fell asleep during Paul's lengthy sermon. You know, one time they said about a preacher, well, how, how was the message when they said this? He said he went very deep and he stayed down very long. <laughs> And he came up very dry. <laughs> we don't want that. That's why it's better to have a message that is shorter, that people say, oh, give us more, than to have a really long one that people are looking at their watches. I got a reservation at the restaurant. I've got plans here this afternoon. You know, we don't want that. We want people to hang on the word of God. We want them to listen to every word that is said because it's God's word that we're preaching. We're not preaching about ourselves. We're not preaching about politics or current events or things happening in the world. We're preaching Jesus Christ and him crucified is what we're doing. And Paul gave a rather long message, but you can't blame Paul for it either because it was his last message to the people and he wanted to give them the word. And so he went on till midnight. And then it even says in the text, it went on till daybreak. Think how long they were gathered together. Amazing. But sadly, Eutychus fell into this deep sleep. It didn't say he just fell asleep. This sleep came upon him and he went into a deep sleep. 
And as he got drowsy, he was near that window, and all of a sudden, he fell out the window, and he landed on the ground. Can you imagine Paul preaching, and all of a sudden, thud, you know, a big thud, a big thud happened. And they said, what is it? Eutychus, he just fell out the window. And so Paul went down and found out that he had died, but he raised him from the dead. You know, Eutychus will forever be known as the sleepy saint, the one who slept during Paul's message. Just like Apostle Thomas will forever be known as Doubting Thomas. And Peter will always be remembered for the three times he denied the Lord. Sometimes it's, it's sad because you get this stigma attached to your name. But by the grace of God, he loves us, he forgives us. And we all make mistakes, we all fail, we all have weaknesses. And we shouldn't be too hard on Eutychus at all because we go through things such as that as well. It's so easy, as Brad was saying in his message last week, so easy to judge others, but so hard to judge ourselves. And so, even the disciples, remember when they were in the Garden of Gethsemane and Jesus was there praying and he said, here, wait for me here, and I'm going to go and pray. Watch and pray. And what did they do? They fell asleep also. So we can't be too hard on Eutychus. It says in Matthew chapter 26 and verse 40, could you not watch with me for one hour? And in Matthew 26, 43, and he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. It says in scripture that it was because of sorrow that they slept at that point in time. So we see that he came to hear Paul speak, and he fell asleep. And now the third thing we see is that he fell from the third story of the building. Reminds me, Mike, when you were fighting that fire and you got on that ladder years ago, years ago, I still remember it to this day, getting the call uh, and hearing about it. And Shelly told me, Mike, he just fell, he just fell off a, a roof. He fell off the roof. And I thought, whoa, fell off the roof. Praise God, he's still alive. But as it turns out, he didn't fall off the roof. He fell off the ladder and shattered his ankle. And now you know the rest of the story. He was able to get into computers and do other things for the, for the fire department. He never went back to regular fire duty. And God directed his path. And we're so thankful that God can take the bad and turn it into good. And so Eutychus, when he fell from the window, it looked like that was the end. It looked like this young man was dead and they would have a funeral service and a memorial service and all of that. But God had other plans for Eutychus. He gave him a second chance. He gives us second chances. It reminds me of Epaphroditus in the book of Philippians where it says of him, Paul says of him that he was sick and near to death. It says, for indeed he was sick almost to death, but God had mercy on him. And not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. God gave Epaphroditus a second chance. And aren't we thankful that God does that? He gives us second chances. 
And so many times in life, he does miracles. And I think we'll get to, when we get to heaven, God's going to show us all the times that he gave us second chances that we didn't even know about. He protected us while we're driving in the car that we could have had an accident and died. He protects us from diseases and sicknesses that could take our lives because it's not time to take us home to heaven yet. He has mercy on us. He gives us another chance. You know, when we talked about Hezekiah and how he prayed and God gave him 15 extra years, you know what he did in those 15 extra years? Almost nothing for the Lord. Almost nothing for the Lord. In fact, he invited these Babylonian envoys to come and see all his treasures and all his kingdom and all the things that he had. And years later, Nebuchadnezzar comes and they took the people captive and they destroyed the temple and they took all the gold and silver and bronze of the temple and all the furnishings and everything and everything was destroyed. And yet in those 15 years, you know, if you ask God to give you 15 extra years, you better use that second chance for those 15 years, right? You better use it. If God's going to give you more time on earth, you've got to use that time. Otherwise, we're just taking up space. We're not being effective for the Lord. And Paul, when he went down, he embraced this young man and he raised him from the dead by a miracle. And only God can heal people. And he said to them, do not trouble yourselves for his life is in him. And so Paul was so rejoicing that this young man was, was okay and he raised him up from the dead. It's such a blessing. It reminds me of the time when Paul himself got a second chance because he was in Antioch and Iconium and then he went down to Lystra and it says that they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. However, when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went into the city and the next day departed with Barnabas to Derbe. Now, reading that, you might think, was Paul really dead? Yes, he was. I believe he was. I believe he was stoned to death, and that was the time that God took him up into the third heaven and showed him things that he could not even repeat. That is most likely. We won't know that till we get to heaven because it doesn't say that specifically, but I believe this was the time Paul was stoned to death, he went to the third heaven, and then God brought him back and raised him up. He says, Paul, I'm not done with you yet. And he says that to you. And he says that to me. I'm not done with you yet. I've got more for you to do. I'm going to give you a second chance. I'm going to give you a second chance in life. And that's what he did with Eutychus, and that's what he did with so many in the scriptures. And it is a blessing. There were quite a few people in the New Testament that were raised from the dead. But you know what they all had in common except for Jesus? Is that they all died again. You know, they were raised from the dead and that they died again. Dorcas, Peter went and raised her up and presented her back to the saints. But in the case of all of them, they all died again. Except for Jesus, our Savior. He died and rose again, never to die again. And he is our king, and we are so thankful. Yes, when God raises you from death, he gives you a second chance to live. 
In everyone who's saved, God has given you a second chance. He's given you a second chance. Yes, we should be so thankful for every day he gives us to live. When I go to bed at night, I always pray before I go to bed, and I said, Lord, if you give me tomorrow, if tomorrow comes, I'll be happy with that, I'll serve you. But if in the night you decide to take me home to heaven, I'll be even happier because I'll be in your presence. We can't lose either way. We can't. And he gives us a second chance to serve him. Some people go into surgery not knowing if they're going to survive that surgery or not. Some people have uh, illnesses, cancer, and other things that could threaten their life. But if God says your time is not up, you're not going to die. But if God says your time is up and it's time to go home, he's going to take you home. And it's not up to us to judge. Because we look at somebody like Eutychus, so young, so full of life, a newly saved Christian, could do so much for the Lord. But if the Lord decided to take him home, then he would have. But he didn't. He gave him a second chance. You know, when God gave Peter a second chance, it was a remarkable thing because after denying the Lord three times, this man, after he was filled with the Holy Spirit, preached the gospel in, on the day of Pentecost to all those Jews that came from all these places in their own language, and 3,000 people were saved. And the next day, another 2,000 people were saved. And it was all because God restored Peter and gave him a ministry that was powerful as an elder, as a preacher, as a teacher of the word. We should never waste our second chances. We should never waste our lives. It says in the, in the hymn that we used to sing years ago, Wasted years, wasted years, oh how foolish, as we walk on in darkness and fear, Turn around, turn around, God is calling. He's calling for you from a life of wasted years. We don't want to waste a year. We don't want to waste a month. We don't want to waste a day or an hour or even a minute. We don't want to waste it because wasting time is a waste and it's not good. And the Holy Spirit purposefully allowed this to happen to Eutychus so that we could learn the lesson of what God can do in giving somebody a second chance. And he gives us that second chance. So as we conclude this message today, let's remember, Eutychus was there in the church to hear the word of God. And praise God, you're all here this morning and those watching online. He got very drowsy and fell asleep. It can happen. And this, in his case, he fell out the window and he died, but Paul raised him from the dead to a new life, to a second chance. And may God give us a second chance. May he be patient with us. May he be merciful and kind and good to us and say, I want to use you. I want to bless you. I want to help you. And when he does that, it is a blessing for us. Shall we just close in prayer? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for the story of Eutychus. He may not be familiar to a lot of people, but his story is in the book of Acts, and it's a good story, Lord, with a happy ending. 
Not all stories have happy endings, but his story has a happy ending. He got a second chance. And we too, Lord, have been given a second chance on life by your saving us through the blood of Jesus Christ. And we pray if there's anyone here today that doesn't know the Lord Jesus as their Savior, that they'll come and come as you have loved them and, and died for them and that they will come in repentance and come to accept you as their Lord and Savior because, Lord, you desire all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. It's a miracle for every sinner to get saved. And, Lord, it's a miracle when you give us a second chance in life and we pray that we will use our second chance and not waste it. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.